This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Now that we're starting Ma'aseh HaKorbanot in the Torah, in the Parashiyot and we come to the Sugiyot of Big Day Keuna Klea Bet HaMikdash Korbanot afterwards we come to the Sfarim that talks about it, talk about it more in length, and that is the Sefer of Vaikra. One looks at it as something that was already passed years ago in the Chorban Abayit. It has no relevance at all to our time and age. We just hope that it will be Nogea very soon when Mashiach will come. But we need to know that Be'etzim, there's a big controversy that maybe, just maybe, it's Nogea even Bazman Because there was a big machloket, big controversy, whether one is allowed to bring korbanot, sacrifices, in our time. How should one bring sacrifices when you don't have Beta Mikdash? That's one question. How could one bring sacrifices when you don't have Bigdei Kodesh? That's another question. How could one bring sacrifices to Bet HaMikdash when you don't have a Mizbeach, when you don't have a Kohen Meyuchas, when you don't have many different things that one needs to have in order to bring a Korban? So that is something that we will be touching Be'ezrat Hashem Barach now, and we'll see how to look at things. So first of all, Gemara, open Gemara in Zvachim Samachbet says, that makrivim afal pishen bait. One is allowed to bring a korban, although we're talking about bazman azeh. Bazman azeh, not before uh, Bet Hamikdash was uh, that the people brought on bama. Rather, bazman azeh after Bet Hamikdash was nechav. Gemara says, "Amar Rabba Bavachana, Amar Biochanan, Shlosha Nevi'im Aluim Ayim Min Agola, Yichad Sheid Laim Al Mizbeach." ואחר שיד להם על מקום המזבח, ואחד שיד להם שמקריבים אף על פי שאין בית. There was one of the Nevi'im that testified that one is allowed to bring a korban, a sacrifice, although there's no better mikdash. And the question is, how could you do such a thing? The very first thing you look at is the Rambam. Rambam il ilchot beta bechira perek vav, Fascinating Machloket Rambam and derived. Now, this Machloket is Nogea not only for bringing the Korban, but also you're allowed to go up to Harabait. Well, that I'm not going to touch upon today, because that controversy is more painful, it's more sore, and therefore we're not going to touch upon that. Although all the, uh, the poskim, all the poskim, the, the, the more orthodox poskim, less those that are, you would call the Mizrahi, hold that one is not allowed to go up to Harabait. And there's a chiyuv karet, touching upon Yisur karet in some ways. So the recommendation of the halakha is not to go up to Harabait. But we'll see right now that even according to those poskim, when it comes to bring a korban in Harabait, it could be that you will be permitted to go to Harabait, which means if you just want to take a tour in Harabait like they do daily today, and you're just going to comply by the rules that you won't mumble any tefillah, and you're not going to stop, and you're not going to close your eyes to Seshem Israel, or you're not going to walk too slow because you might get arrested, and so on and so forth. For all that, they say you shouldn't. But what about bringing a korban? I'm not going up to walk in Harabite and see the place and get uh, spiritual ev- elevation. Rather, I just want to go in there in order to bring a korban. Not a korban yachid. Korban yachid is not good, But a korban chova. A korban that a tzibur must bring. Korban tamid, korban pesach, and so on. You bring three korbanot. You're allowed to bring those korbanot. Yes, no. That is the sugiya. 
says the Rambam, Lefichach makrivim korbanot kulam, af al en sham bait banui. One is allowed to go to Bet HaMikdash and bring a korban, although we don't have Bet HaMikdash. Open Rambam, that solves us the first issue. How could you bring a korban if you don't have Bet HaMikdash? The answer is, says the Rambam, it's allowed. Makrivim korbanot kulam, af al en sham bait banui. Bet HaMikdash is not me'akev. It's not a requirement in order to bring a korban. One is allowed to bring a korban, although there's no better mikdash. Vochlim kotshe kodashim. What are you supposed to do with the korban? You just brought the korban. What are you supposed to do with it? If it's kotshe kodashim, you're allowed to eat kotshe kodashim. Bechol ha'azara, afal pishi charevan. There's no walls of the ha'azara. Still, you're allowed to eat the kotshe kodashim. Afal pishi charevan, ve'ena mukafet b'mechitza. ואוכלים קודשים קלים ומעשר שני בכל ירושלים. The din is, קודשים קלים within the מחיצות. קודשים, קודשים, קודשי קודשים within the מחיצות. קודשים קלים within the מחיצות of ירושלים. But even if you don't have that, אף על פי שאין שם חומה, it would be permitted to eat, says the Rambam. And same thing would be קודשים קלים ומעשר שני without any problem. ש... Why? Why? Why is it permitted to eat and to bring a korban? It's no better mikdash. Why? Says the Rambam, the reason is Shekdusha Rishonah Kitsha Lishata Vekitsha Leatid Lavo. When Yeshua came to Eretz Israel, he was Mekadesh Kedusha Rishonah. What kind of Kedusha dwelled upon the Bait and Yerushalayim? Such Kedusha that will be there Leatid Lavo as well, for future as well. It does not stop. The Kedusha continues there. And therefore, right now, this Kedusha over there, to the level that one is allowed to go in there and bring a Korban. On the same... Oh, so we're going to touch upon that as well. How could you bring a Korban if you are Tameh? Tamehmet, you're not allowed. We'll see about that as well. But learn, let's learn the Rambam, because this is a fascinating Rambam. And this Rambam teaches me... The concept of Kedusha Rishona that continues forever, and because of that, many halachot will come about. Like, for instance, according to the Rambam, you'll be able to bring a korban. According to the Rambam, you want, you're not allowed to go to Harabite, right? Because this Kedusha over there, a person that would go there, is Tameh. Velaman Yomer Bamikdash Virushalayim Shekdusha Rishona. Rambam says a contradiction over here. In one hand, you're saying Yerushalayim has a Kedusha Le'atid Lavo as well. The Kedusha is there. But Kedusha at Eretz Yisrael, Inyan Shvi'it Umasrot, we know today, Shvi'it Umasrot is not the Oraita, even in Eretz Yisrael. So why is it that there, Lokitsha Le'atid Lavo? Sounds like a contradiction. Whether either is there a kedusha or there's no kedusha. Legabei korbanot, he says the Rambam. Of course, there's kedusha. That kedusha Rishona was mekadesh latid lavo as well. But when we're talking about kedusha of the land for all the things that's nogea, uh, uh, the the land, like for instance shvit, masrot, and so on, lokech latid lavo. Why? Says the Rambam. The answer is What brings the Kedushat Yerushalayim for bringing Korbanot? The Shekhinah. If the Shekhinah is there, then you bring Korbanot. Once the Bet HaMikdash was destroyed, the Shekhinah is still there. And because the Shekhinah is still there, it does not separate from Yerushalayim. You could bring a Korban. והרי הוא אומר, says the Rambam, והשימותי את מקדשכם. ואמרו חכמים, what does it mean when the Torah says, השימותי, I will destroy your מקדש, אף על פי ששוממין בקדושתן הם עומדים. אותו שוממים, אותו the destroyed, אותו the place is devastated, there's nothing there, it's empty, but והשימותי את מקדשכם, your מקדש, which means it's still קדושה over there. אבל חיוב הארץ בשביעית ובמעשרות אינו לא מפני שכיבוש רבים. The Rambam had a contradiction. What do you do with the fact that מעשרות, שביעית, that the Kedusha didn't come because of the Shekhinah, rather that's because of the Kibush. And once the Kiddush is Batel, Kibush is Batel, which means conquering the land. Once they're not there anymore, so you're not, you don't have that aspect of the land is conquered by you. 
since you don't have that, it lost out the kedusha for that aspect, and because of that, you can't, you don't have an obligation midoraita. This is the Rambam. By the way, take a look at the Ravid over here. He argues on the Rambam. And the Ravid says, Amar Avram, Svarat Atzmo Hizu. This is something that the Rambam says from himself. It is not any play, it's not based. That's what the Ravid says. I don't know where he brings this from. Where's the source for such a thing? A few places the Mishnah says, which means if you don't have Mikdash, why? You have over here Kedusha, you should treat it differently. Which means you don't have mechitzot anymore, you don't have any more kedusha. Alma lemanda ma kedusha rishona lo kitshal atid lavo lo chilek ben mikdash v'yerushalayim l'shar eretz yisrael. And that's it. Ve'lo od. Ela shani yomer afil lo Rabbi Yosi demar kedusha shnei kitshal atid lavo afil. Rabbi Yosi is the one that holds kedusha rishona kitshal l'shata v'kitshal atid lavo. Lo amar ela l'shar eretz yisrael. Which means the arguing over here min atzel akatzel. Total machloket. Rambam says the kedusha goes on. Yerushalayim, and that is where the Kedusha stays forever. Says, and this is according to all, comes the Rav and says, even of Yossi that holds that way, the Kedusha Rishonah, Kitsha Lishatam, Kitsha Lahatid Lavo, he didn't speak about Yerushalayim, he spoke about Eretz Yisrael. Yerushalayim, for sure, the, the Kedusha is Batel. אבל ירושלים מקדש לא אמר לפי שהיהודי העזרה שהמקדש וירושלים עתידים להשתנות ולהתקדש קידוש אחר עולמי בכבוד השם לעולם. So now we're saying maybe you can look, maybe like this, maybe like that. Says the Ravid, how does he know all that? Listen to the words of the Ravid. Tell me if you ever heard such a thing. If, if he ends and he says, Kach nigla misod Hashem lireav. The Ravid says, first of all, he proves it from all different places. Then he says, this was revealed to me, misod Hashem lireav. Go argue with that. He says that this is a secret that was revealed to me. And he closes with that, shuts the door, you can't argue with him. Because, huh? <laughs> you need to know that there is no Kedusha whatsoever and because of that and this is by the way this is the base we spoke before this is the base of the Machloket where you're allowed to go to Harabait or not do you go like the Rambam the Rav it's much more into it it deserves a shiur by itself that I'm not going into but I'm just since we touch this you see over here where the whole thing comes out from Ravid says, sham en It doesn't have kedusha, and because of that, one is allowed to walk in there. Rambam says, no, it has kedusha. It's kedusha leshata And one needs to treat it as he would treat the, as he would treat it at the time that Beit Hamikdash existed. And this is. where do we know that Bet HaMikdash needs to be built in Yerushalayim? We have for that any place in the Torah that the Torah says build the Bet HaMikdash in Yerushalayim and bring the Korbanot in Yerushalayim. We have, Pasuk says that, that's it. We don't know. It's Makom Sharifchar. We don't know. So the 
the pasuk says by David the Melech that he fasted, he didn't sleep for 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 weeks and months, and he fasted for a very long time in order that Hashem would reveal to him where is that place that Amakoma Sherifar that he chose to build the Bet Hamikdash. It wasn't known. Nobody knew. And, and one minute. And uh, it says by David the Melech when it was uh, when it was finally revealed to him that it is in that's a land of the Sefer Melachim that it's in the place that belongs to Aravna Evusi. He went to Aravna. He said, "I want to pay you for this land over here. I'm buying it." Aravna says, "No, take it." He says, no, 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 I'm not bringing it to Olot Hashem. I'm not bringing to Hashem sacrifices in a place that I got for free. When we do mitzvot, when we do something for Kadosh Baruch Hu, you have to open up your pocket. Don't, get, don't, take things, don't do things that you got for free. Don't try to get shortcuts when you do Avodat Hashem. Some people do the opposite, right? We spoke about this many times. When it comes to their own pleasures, you buy an iPhone, you buy an Android... You go to vacation, you go to a restaurant. I'm not going to a one-star. Top restaurant. Your wife tells you over here they have a good meal. You heard it's nice, it's representable. No, no, no. And once we go out, we spend. We want to feel like kings. And then, after people... Yesterday I heard two people that, that, that build a mansion. A beautiful house. Some houses have 50 rooms in a house. 50 rooms, and that's, that's, that's not a lot in our time and age. 50 rooms. There's places that I went, and there was at least 50 mezuzot that has to be installed. And now they come to buy, they just build like the most fancy things. They put over there the nicest chandeliers, and everything is shining, and the door, each door costs them a few thousand dollars. And like, you know, like the place, you walk in, and everything over there is top-notch. And now it's time, time to come to buy and put mezuzot. And they call the rabbi and they tell him, Rabbi, what's the cheapest you got? And you tell them a price and they say, it's too expensive. Can you find anything cheaper? Ma'asim <laughs> bechol, I'm not telling you a joke. It's ma'asim bechol yom. And HaKadosh Baruch says that, that um, I, I, I gave you so much. And the, what am I asking? You have to... What am I asking from you already? Yeah, treat me like, uh, like, like, like you treat your uh, your maid, your servant, your uh, your cleaning lady. Even them, you clean, you treat better. You give them better than than you treat me. Okay, good. But this is Lemaise Wam David Melech. He said, "No, I'm not bringing olot chinam. I want to be. I want to get the best." And that is the way it's Nifsak Lalacha, by the way. That whatever you do for Kadosh Baruch has to be from the best. So when you build a shul, you have to build the nicest shul. Unlike people that have the nicest houses. And then the shul, they give, you know, 18. When I grew up, I was a little kid. When you went up to the Torah, people said, Chai. And even now, that chai doesn't mean anything. You can buy with it. It stays the same. It's forever and ever. Chai. Chai dolarim levet akneset. Why is that? Because it doesn't have any importance with that. So you have a little shul that's in the basement, and you live in a mansion where the halacha says, halacha in the Rambam, in halacha in Shulchan Aruch, that the shul should be nicer than your house. The house of Hashem should be nicer. Whatever you do, says the Rambam, Whatever you do for Hakadosh Baruch should be from the nicest things that you have. Okay, that's a little bit musar. Before we continue, Vaita. Lemaise, um, there was a kedusha over there in all these places that that we're talking about already. Uh, it's kedusha that 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 was created with, but not the kedusha that the Shekhinah dwells there. We're talking about over here that. The Lashon of the, of the Rambam, again. He says, Lefishekdushat HaMikdash Yerushalayim Bipnei HaShchina. HaShchina Ena Betelah. HaShchina wasn't there before Ezra was Kovesh, the place. Once it was Nechvash, the Kedusha came there, and it stays there, Leolmei Olamim. And there is a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that says that HaShchina Galta Eser Galuyot, and so on, which needs to be explained. 
But let's go on with what we're learning right now. We want to know a few things. We want to know about those different um, ideas that might be problematic in Bet HaMikdash. First of all, we said over here that according to the Rambam, you're allowed to bring a Korban there today, although, as the Gemara says, although we don't have Bet HaMikdash. This is how the Gemara in Zvachim Sabah Bet says. Rambam brings down in Ilchot Masa Korbanot, Perak Yutet, Alachat Tetvav, Right? On Pesach, for instance, you can't say when you buy meat for Pesach, you don't say, I'm buying this meat for Pesach. Why? Because it sounds like you're bringing it for Korban Pesach. So you say, you say you're buying it Leseudat Pesach, Leseudat Yom Tov. You bring it today. Today, you bring the Korban in Bet HaMikdash. You could bring a Korban in Bet HaMikdash. This is the Rambam in Ilkhot Masya Korbanot. So we see that you could bring a Korban today. So what about the way the Bet HaMikdash is, was built? You know, the Bet HaMikdash was built in a very, very specific way. And you can't change anything in Bet HaMikdash. The Gemara in the end of Sukkah deals with that. The Gemara says, Akol miyad Hashem Which means when they wanted to change a little bit and put on top a place for the ladies to sit. The Gemara says, how could you do such a thing? It has to ha- the, the, the building, the structure of Bet HaMikdash, the architects of Bet HaMikdash has to be proved by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How could they do such a thing? Akol miyad Hashem alai skill. Gemara says that that was also bichlal. Rashi says that Rashi says that's a Gemara in Megillah. Rashi says that in Beit Sheni they brought korbanot 22 years before the Bet Hamikdash was finished. So we see the concept of bringing when there's no Bet Hamikdash existed. Ah, you might say that you need to know where is the Mizbeach. You can't just bring any place around. You need to know exactly. Shema. Yeah? But how, how do you know where to bring? You need to know exactly where to bring. That was a big machloket. There was a rabbi in the name of Rav Tzvi Hirsch Kalisher. And he wrote a sefer, Drishat Zion. And that sefer, he was a Talmud of Abba Kivega. That sefer, he presented all the proofs that he has in order to start the Avodat Bet HaMikdash in his time. Although there was, they were in Galut, and although the Eretz Israel was not in, uh, is, is not controlled by the Jewish nation, rather it was, it was controlled by the Turkish Sultan. And he still felt that this is the right time to start to bring in the Korbanot, and he brought a whole sefer proving each and every point that might be problematic. He wrote his Rabbi Rabbi Kivega. Now, Bekiv Eager in the beginning thought that it's not the it's not correct but afterwards he convinced him, and Bekiv Eager sent a letter to the Chatam Sofer, his son-in-law. The Chatam Sofer answered him that he agrees as well that it's after he looked into it that it's permitted, but the only problem is that the Sultan, the one in charge of the place would never allow such a thing. He's very, you know, the Arabs, that's the way he writes, which you can st- still see it today. The Ishmaelim are very, very, um, care- they're very careful not to let anybody else but them go in there. That's according to their religion. If anybody else goes in there, he makes the place impure and so on. So you're not allowed to go in there. There's few places that unless you are from the Islam religion, you're not allowed to go in there. Mecca, for instance. There are places you're not allowed to walk in there. So, here as well, he writes that he would never allow us to do such a thing. So, the whole thing fell apart. 
but that was in in their time, Nafkamina, once they would be permitted, and that's they tried to work this out, that maybe he would let in a certain place in there to still be doing Avadata Korbanot. So going in there, and uh, and and this Rav Kalisher started writing on each and every point why it is permitted to have and how to do it halachically. One of the things he says that the question is that you're asked, we all are tmei metim. We all have tum'ah of met. How do we have tum'ah of met? Because tum'ah of met is like the virus. It goes from one place, it's contagious. So if somebody touched that person, and then he touched something else, and you touch that something else, you touch him, so you get that tum'ah, and so on and so forth. It spreads. It doesn't end. So because of that, we all team a person that's been to a cemetery, a person that's been under a tree, um, that that is ma'il, which means it's on top of somebody who's dead, which means if anybody been ever to a place of levaya, or so on. We, it becomes a tamemet. Tamemet is not allowed in any way, first of all, to go into the place of Harabite. Secondly, it's not allowed also to bring a korban. On that he says, that is all true if you go in without any purpose. But we all know that Tumah utra le korban tzibu. Now, this machloket if Tumah utra ot chuya. Machloket ne gemara in Yuma. Well, I say we posek that Tumah is tchuya betzibur. But before we explain that, you just need to understand that it's permitted to bring a korban, although we are tameh. It needs to be that either the entire Klal Israel is tameh, or majority of Klal Israel is tameh. Nitma, the Gemara in Psachim, Ein Tet Amud Bet says, Nitma kahal or rubo, o shayukanim tmeim, vakahal taor, yaseh betumah. You bring the korban in tumah. That's a question that they ask in Hanukkah. What's the big deal? that they needed to have oil, that's the whole, whatever it is, it's, it's fine if you have oil, that's the And you don't need to have Pach Shem and Taor, that was found. You see that, before she asked, the Ran, the Bet Yosef brings all these things. There's different answers of how to answer this. The, the Baalei Musar explained that, although it's permitted, but they wanted that the Havodat Bet HaMikdash, when you start being Mechanech Davodat, you come into the first time, it should be in pure, although it's permitted to do it uh, with, with oil that's impure, but they wanted that it should be pure, and because of that purity, it, uh, purity tends to spread and bring more purity, and Ta'ara brings Ta'ara. Just, so whatever it is, that's the answer over there. For Chanukah, over here, we're saying that it's permitted if you want to bring a korban today. It's permitted, although everybody's tame. Why? Tumat chuya betzibu. So we're saying he needs to be a Kohen, he needs to be a representative, right? So we'll see in a second. Dalachai is that whenever you go in, in, for the purpose of the Hechal, the Mikdash, yeah, you, you might ask a question like this. Let me explain to you. Since we have to prepare the, better, the, the place of bringing Korban, we have to prepare. If, if you go, if the person that is Tameh goes straight in and brings a Korban, now we're saying it's permitted. But that's not the scenario. We have to have a place. We have to prepare the place. So before he brings a Korban, everything, things have to be worked out. It's not so pashut to just go. You need to have the place for it. So how do you prepare everything with Tum'ah? If with Tameh, Maybe it's permitted only to shech, but to prepare. How about to prepare? So the halacha says not like that. In, for the purpose of the binyan, ha'echal, ha'mikdash, lechazek bitko, you're allowed to go there betum'ah. If there's nobody that's tahor that could go, the person is allowed to go betum'ah. Which means, if in the time of Bet HaMikdash they needed somebody to fix something in Bet HaMikdash, lechazek bitko, the walls are falling apart, the, the floor is cracked, whatever it is. So... A person that's a, only the only person that's available to do the job is a tameh. It's permitted because tumah hutra betzibur 
And therefore, even though it's not for the korban itself, rather only lechazek bitko, it would be permitted. That's a Gemara also in Tmura Yudaled. The Gemara says, korbanot yibur dochim et ha-shabbat ve-et ha-tumah. Which means, if the majority of the Kohanim are Tameh, it's Dokhe, they can go in there and work and do the Avodah, do, do what's needed. You might say, yeah, but we don't have today Kohanim. You said, who can go? I can go. No, you have to have a Kohen. Kohen, everybody's Kohen. You need to know that there's two kinds, two types of Kohanim. Kohen Muchzak and Kohen Meyuchas. <laughs> Kohen Muchzak and Kohen Meyuchas. Kohen Muchzak means that he knows he's a Kohen because his father went up to uh, do the Avodah, the, the Nesiut Kapayim. And his father got Aliyah Rishon. And his father went up Aliyah Rishon for Kohanim because his father went up Aliyah Rishon. And, and, and so on. He was considered Kohen. And sometimes they, they invite him to do Pidyon Aben and so on. So he's a Kohen. They tell him, Tfadal, you'll be the first one to say the, the, the bracha of Berkat Amazon sometimes on the Zimun. Why? Kohen. Nice. But that is called Kohen Chazaka. Chazaka means there's a Chazaka that was built within time. His father like this, his grandfather like this, his grand-grandfather like this. It's not a Kohen Meyuchas. Kohen Meyuchas means somebody that has Ktav Yichus. He sees exactly the, the line, the tree, from where it came. You can track it all the way to the Kohanim. There are people, very few, there are few families that have Ktav Yichus. Huh? Ktav Yichus, which means they can track it all the way to the Kohanim. Yes? 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 Yeah. So, if that's the case, and you need to know, there's machloket even for nafkamina for other things. The Marshdam wrote is a dat yachid, but he wrote that if you have a kohen, kohen has a lot of very strict laws. He's not allowed to marry a gerusha, zona, grusha, vechalala, loikachu. And what happens? If a Kohen met a Grusha or a Zona, what's a Zona? Somebody that was somebody that couldn't marry, like a Goy. And now they, they you know, he's looking for a Shiduch. We had stories like this. We had stories like this. People that couldn't find a Shiduch for years and years and years and years. They become already older. And finally the day came and they met somebody exactly. They match beautifully like a glove. Everything is so wonderful. Happened to be, there's a little bit of an issue. What is the issue? I'm telling you, there were stories like this. I, I had a few stories like this. The people came to me, sad, sad, broke, breaking heart stories. And they, they couldn't fit the Alpi Halakha with those uh, strict laws of the Kohanim, what they're allowed to marry. What are you supposed to do now? So Marsham says that if you have any kind of safek, you can permit that Kohen to marry her. Why? Because the Kohanim today are not really Kohanim. Since the Kohanim, Muchzakim, they're not really Kohanim. So if you have a Safek, let's say Safek Rusha, Safek Zona, Safek Halala, so you have already like a Safek Sfeka. Safek Kohen, Safek Kohen, Safek Halala. You have all kinds of Safekot that you can build up and make the place a little bit shaky, the scenario a little bit shaky, the Marjdam says it's permitted. Now, he's a Da'at Yechid, Marjdam. Yes. He's a Da'at Yechid on that, and the Poskim, a Poskim, <laughs> Poskim argue with him. <laughs> but when we come to us, we look at things a little bit more strict. We're saying that a person is... And not when we're dealing with us for avodat bet hamikdash. Maybe you need to have a kohen meyuchas. Not enough to be a kohen muchzak. You need to have a yichus, because we all know the mishnah that uh, that the gemara in uh, brings down that they used to track the kohanim for bet hamikdash generations or ba'adorot and so on. So the halacha is not like that. The drishat zion kalisha that I mentioned before proves not like that. 
proves not like that. And he says that all the Kohanim are kashrut unless you know otherwise. But all the Kohanim are b'chizkat kashrut. One of the proofs that he brings is very shaky, as we'll see, that there are those that mamash, when they learned the Drishat Zion, they felt that, uh, that he was totally off. For instance, the Binyan Zion writes that when he first heard about the concept of going and bringing Beit HaMikdash, he was very thrilled, he was very happy. But when he started learning the Sefer, Drishat Zion, Kalisher, he was taken back. He said, what, what, what kind of proofs are this? So one of the proofs that he brings is that the Gemara in Eduyot says, Eliyah Navi, says over there, whether Now he explains what does that mean. It means that Kohanim that were working in Beta Mikdash, we if there was were there because of the Zroa, which means they were, they, they had power. And that's how they got the job. Like today, you want to become today anything, what do you need to have? You need to have connections. You need to have money. You need to have power. If you don't have connections, you could be very, uh, very... You, have to, you, can, you can have the kishronot, you can have the talent, the talents, and you can have the knowledge, but are you connected? Do you have money? What do you have to offer? Lamai said, talent is not good enough in getting, uh, getting around. So says the Mishnah that when Eliyahu Anavi comes, his, his purpose is to push away those that work without, without being actually the Kohanim, but rather they were able to get the job of working in Beit HaMikdash through power, and those that on the contrary were not, were pushed away from the job. They're really Kohanim, but since they didn't have any connection so they were they were they they were pushed away. He would bring them close. Says the Rishatzion, you see what that there would be bet abodat bet amikdash already before Eliyahu Navi comes. You see that before, when Eliyahu Navi comes, that is when the bet amikdash will be built. You see there will be avodat bet amikdash without bet amikdash. Would be avodat a korbanot without bet amikdash. That's one of the proofs that he brings that you don't need a korban kasher. Lemaisa like this. I want to tell you. Uh, the law, yes, there's some proofs that are solid. It says that openly. When you have a, a, a proof that doesn't say openly, you can you can easily shake that proof, slug it up. Yeah, it's, so you can. First of all, it doesn't say over here that it's talking about koanim that work in Beta Mikdash. It just mekarev umerachek the koanim, so you can say the koanim for other things. You can say that. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can say here, but it's not solid. You don't have something over here openly in the Mishnah. But I want to tell you something that this you can say like this, like that. But I'll tell you what Chazonish, Chazonish, you would say Chazonish, touched on the sugya, unbelievable. The Chazonish himself wrote about this and he says that Bezman that's what the Chazonish writes in the beginning of Yoredea. He writes that Bazman korban Pesach. I'm reading you the Chazonish, the word for word from the Chazonish in, uh, in, in, uh, in Evan Ezer, not your idea, in Evan Ezer, in the beginning, Siman Bet, he writes, If we would have the permission to bring Korban Pesach, you need to have permission, why? There are a group of people that every year try to bring a Korban Pesach, but the, the government doesn't allow them, because you have to go into Harabait. Going into Harabait itself is very dangerous, because the whole world turns against you. Now that they're able to go daily, but if you mumble a word, they see you mumbling a word, they arrest you right away. If you do anything that looks a little bit not from what you permitted to do, it looks a little bit like, you know, you're interrogating, you're doing something that doesn't look exactly, that you very uh, calmly just going and passing by and living, they arrest you right away. That's the way it is. So they're not allowed to bring Koban Pesel, that's Pashut. But they try. They always try to get permissions for, the, for it. So says the Chazonish, "Itiyav reshut laakriv korban azeh bazman azeh korban pesach bazman azeh en levatel bishvil sheenanu yichus avot at kohen sheavad v'saki bibdikat dale davot." Which means Chazonish writes, "Forefathers, 
you're all good, you can bring a Korban, Korban Pesach. If we were permitted to bring Korban Pesach, the fact that you don't know who's the Kohen, that's not good enough, that's not, that's not, a, that's not an issue, that's not an excuse. All you have to do is what? You check forefathers, grandfather, great-grandfather, forefathers, and you are permitted to go to Bet HaMikdash and bring a Korban Pesach. Fascinating Chazunish. זה חזקה, לא צריך, לא צריך יחוס. נכון? There are those that wanted to say that you have to have a tzitz. You can't bring a korban without a tzitz. What's a tzitz? A tzitz is what the Kohen Gadol wore on his head. Said what? Kodesh Lashem. You have, that's ma'akev from bringing a korban. So, the Tosfot and Ma'ari Kurkos Right, that it's only lechatchila. You don't have to. Um, if you don't have uh, the tzitz, it's not me'akev. Who are those? Huh? Yes. Who are those that say that idea that you can bring a korban today, if it will be permitted? We just mentioned the chazonish, but we mentioned before that those farim, Rav Tzvi Hirsch Kalisher. We mentioned Rabbi Kiva Iger. We mentioned the Chatam Sofer. And also the Maritz Chayut. He writes in Siman Ein Vav that after he went through the whole sugiya, Chazarti al kol atzadim, velo matzati shum davar chotetz ayom lakriv korban Pesach. Achar sheibane ayom amizbeach al makom asheraya banui barishonai. If you know where it is, and you do know where it is, because they write that since you can measure from the Kotel. The Kotel is one of the things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu left forever. Says the Midrash. Which means this is the Kotel HaMaravi. You can measure exactly when you learn the Midot in Masechet Midot. Where is Makom HaMikdash? Makom HaMizbeach? And over there you can bring a Mizbeach. So says the Maritz Chayut, no problem whatsoever to bring over there a korban today, and all those issues that we mentioned before are solved. The fact that you don't have Beit HaMikdash, we said, Makrivim Afal Pishen Mikdash. The fact that you don't know who's a Kohen Meyuchas, we don't need a Kohen Meyuchas. We need four fathers, that's Kohen Chazaka, it's permitted. The fact you don't have the tzitz, it's not Me'akev. Tzitz, we said, is not Me'akev. What else is left? Me'emetim. We hold Me'emetim. No problem. Tuma tchuya betzibur. No problem whatsoever. So all these things are right away. What about bigday keuna? Bigday keuna also are not me'akev. If a person doesn't have bigday keuna and wants to do the avodah, that's permitted. All these things would be okay. Now those are the those are the gedolim that felt it's permitted. There are those that felt it's asur, and they went mamash. They felt that the whole thing is so mistaken. They wrote very, very sharp. Who are they? You have the Sheilat David of David Mikarlin. He wrote very, very strong to argue on those things. And he wrote on each and everything why it's not permitted. For instance, he made Ma'amarot. Ma'amar Aleph, Ma'amar Rishon. He says, Makom Akrava. You don't know where it is. You can't be Mechaven. You can't know exactly when is the Makom Mikdash and Amizbeh. So we said before, you can... You can detect, uh, you can detect according to the measurements we have from the Kotel. He says, no, you can't. You can't know when is Makom Mizbeach, and you can't know how to build the Mizbeach. Because of that. Okay, but don't know הוא אומר שהוא חולק על זה ואומר שאין לך מספיק ראיות שאתה צריך לבנות את זה שם. מאמר שני, זה ייחוס כהן העובד. You need to have כהן מיוחס. That's the way he writes. מאמר שלישי, the big day כהונה that we mentioned before. All these things that we touched about, they argued whether you could do it לכתחילה, you could do it if you don't have it. You could do it בדיעבד, or it's מעכב. If you don't have that, it's not... Permitted to bring Makriva Korban. Ma'amar if he is to mat at Sibur Vakoanim. Of all these things, he felt that it's not permitted. Binyan Sion brings that what it says in the in the Torah, Vashimoti et Mikdashchem, Veloariach Berach Nichochem. Which means the Torah points with that 
that the Torah doesn't want that one should bring a korban. Why? Ashimodiet mikdashchem. That we learn from that that afalpi she shamem shamem afalpi shamakom shamem adain shchina bo because the Torah calls it mikdashchem adain yesh bo kedushat shchina. But over there it says veloariach berachnifuchachem says the binyan tzion that you see what. You see that although there is a permission to, to build them, even if you hold that way, is not interested. He doesn't want that one should build over there Beta Mikdash. Now, who else writes about, about such a thing against the Chafetz Chaim? Chafetz Chaim has a sefer, Zevach Toda. Chafetz Chaim was a Kohen. Chafetz Chaim felt that one must learn, should learn, the halachot of the korbanot of the Beit Hamikdash. Why? Because he felt that very soon you will build Beit Hamikdash will be built, and the Kohanim needs to know what to do. And that's why we have many places, many yeshivot in Eretz Israel that learn kochim. The briskers they learn kochim. Why? You have to be ready for uh, for the Beit Hamikdash. If nobody learns that, everybody learns Shabbat and Yilchot Brachot and Yilchot Tefillah. It's a wonderful thing. But Lemay said, poop, Beta Mikdash now goes down. As Rashi brings, he will go down Bishamayim. And now nobody knows what to do. And there's very strict halachot of what to do in Beta Mikdash. People need to know. So says the Chafetz Chaim the following. Safek im tzarich lakriv neged halal petach oel moed. One of the ta'anot that he says is like this. Even if you don't have Beta Mikdash, but you need to bring a korban keneged halal petach oel moed, which means if the opening of oel moed would be in a certain place, you want to bring on the mizbeach that you put over there, it needs to be right across the opening of oel moed. It needs to be open. It needs to be seeing one the other. And since today you have over there the binyan, the building of the Ishmaelim, so that separates. You can bring a korban because it can't be across that place of Bet Amikdash Petach Oel Moed. You understand? You have to have Petach Oel Moed. You want, to be, you want to bring a Korban. It needs to be across Petach Oel Moed. It needs to be able to be seen one the other. If you would be there. But if you have a separation, have a building in the middle that's separating, you can't see one the other, that's a problem. That's how the Chafetz Chaim brings. And the Chafetz Chaim says that maybe not, because there's a Rashba that says that that is only true when you actually have oil moed. So you need to have against the petach oil moed. But if you don't have it, it makes a lot of sense, the Rashba. The Rashba says in Chidushe Rashba that that is only true when you actually do have such a place. If you don't have such a place, it just it needs to be connected to the place that would be. No, when this din that needs to be connected is only when you do have such a place. Otherwise, no. Also, the Avodah Tama of Chaim Natanzon wrote very much against it. There's much more to speak about this, but we want to end up like this and say that this machloket becomes relevant even today, but people are not touching upon it because lemaise lemaise, it's not something one can do because of the reasons we said. Practically, it's uh, it's mamasha dangerous to go up there and. Anybody that started inciting going there, you know, that's what, how the first intifada started. I remember it very well, like today. The first intifada started because the president back then, the prime minister back then, Ariel Sharon, decided on Erev Rosh Hashanah to take a tour in Harabait. And because of that tour, the arrows get very sensitive when you go up to Harabait. And they started the Intifada with so many people that died and so much mess and chaos and, 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 and it, it, it was terrible. Now, there are those that say, those that pro going to Harabai, they say that if you don't show that it belongs to us, you have to sacrifice. You have to show that it belongs to us. If you don't show that it belongs to us, so as long as it doesn't belong to us, the Arabs control such a thing. How could you have a control, Arab control within the heart of Jerusalem, the heart of the, the Harabite, it belongs to us, it's a problem. So what about people dying because of that? You have to sacrifice, you have to sacrifice. It's such a thing, even conquering a land of uh, the halacha the permits you, this the mitzvah of conquering the land. Kivush Eretz Yisrael, the Ramban says, that's one of the mitzvot that involves pikuach nefesh, which means you don't say that pikuach nefesh is docheh that mitzvah. Normally, you have a mitzvah. Mitzvah, Shabbat, I don't know, whatever you take, 
If it involves pikuach nefesh, you have to eat a matzah. If you can't eat a matzah because of pikuach nefesh, doctor said it's dangerous to you, so you don't eat. Pikuach nefesh, doche akol. But when we're dealing with a mitzvah of going to a war, the Ramban says, that is the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to put yourself in danger, that you might, that's the only way you can conquer. How else could you do it? So over here is the same thing. That is the argument. I'm trying they would say you have to put yourself in a danger in order to control it and that is something again I, I, that's not the 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 machloket is between those that permit it and those that don't and again the entire uh, uh, orthodox rabbinate hold that it's not permitted from all uh, the sects in 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 the in the religious uh the more religious Haredim holds, all the rabbis say it's not permitted to go out to a Harabai. But not because of what I'm saying right now. Because of the Tumah. You're not allowed to go in there because of the Tumah. And that de- deserves for a different time. Hamuvadi speaks about this in the Orletzion. And all the Ashkenaz Poskim. You would think that maybe Sfaradi Poskim would be a little bit more lenient on the matter. But it's not so. Normally, Sfaradi Poskim are a little bit more lenient when it comes to uh, Eretz Israel, Medinat Israel, than the Ashkenaz uh, Poskim. But over here, they all felt that it's Davar Asur, one is not allowed to go to Harabite whatsoever. Maybe we'll speak about that in a different time. But the topic that we spoke today was if one is allowed to bring Vazman Azeh, a Korban, it comes out that you have those that say absolutely. And those that even feel that one should bring a korban and start doing the avodah because this is when Mashiach will come. If, they, if you show HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we're interested and we start doing it and we want to come close to him. And those that, those that say that no, for many different reasons. Could be that if you do the avodah before it's time, also could be that it's Megareah. That's what happened with Nadav Aviyu, the view korban Esh Zara. What's the Esh Zara? You, you, weren't, you weren't asked to do it. When you're not asked to do something, you bring and you do, could be that that's not a positive thing. Okay, there's many ways how to look at it, but at least we opened up the sugya to understand a little bit. Chazak Ubaruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.